if you buy the 20 piece uh sit 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 sit, sit. the colonel bucket deal at kfc you get a free vaccine wow isn't the, no the vaccine's free anyway <laughs> i'm just kidding that's <laughs> <laughs> like wow buy the baconator you get a free fucking covid shot. i honestly I was my like the other day and they were like what okay with that, that is at the start of the podcast. Yes, and we yeah. gotta let everyone know that the podcast is once again brought to us by Traction Coffee, the fine people over there in Colorado, rider owned. See the, if we can get the graphic right this time. Every single time, the graphic is wrong. The but. unclicked Traction Coffee bag. If you buy one, five dollars of it goes to them and us. Flying out a special guest, you know, yeah. whoever the people in the comments say once we have the, the plane ticket money, which hopefully is getting pretty close by now. Yeah, it should be. It, track, it should be. Oh, you actually have an unclicked sticker on the traction yeah. today. So yeah. it's an actual blend, and then, as you said, $5 goes to, like, just literally just a little pool to get somebody special out. Somebody that couldn't normally uh, come, you know, legendary type. So, pretty cool. So, you be. coffee drinker? I don't know who that could be. JJ is, and you're staying oh. at JJ's house. So. I do like coffee. Okay. Yeah, Sweet. I like coffee. Traction only with, sponsored. Only with, for me? only with giraffes, Special right? Special gift for me, right? Coffee with giraffes. Exactly. Oops, serious. That's going to be. Traction coffee, buy me a bag of unclicked. Oh, shit. Get out of here. So, uh, before we roll into everything, what was up with that Instagram, Instagram post? Instagram's Instagram. Oh, the main account. Yeah. How did that come about? I was just sitting around one day, and one of the curators from from Instagram, like Facebook, all that, they just reached out to me. Does something like, I mean, okay, so what does that? I haven't, I didn't look at it uh, after I initially saw it, but like, I mean, it's got to have millions of views, right? I think it has almost ten million views. Yeah. So how? Do, what does that do for somebody like you? What does it do? Like, 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 I mean, how many followers do you get? What did your DMs look like what afterwards? What are you guys talking about? The Instagram, Instagram post. What is that? So he didn't see I it. I got an Instagram. No. Instagram the, has an Instagram. Okay. At and Instagram. they posted Brad. They posted, yeah. they posted Brad. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. That's, probably, that's probably the biggest Instagram there is. Instagram's Instagram, I would, I right? Mean, yeah, it's know. like, I think they have like over 300 million followers on it. It's the biggest, the biggest platform on Instagram. You couldn't so. have told them to tag at BMX or something? You didn't film the clip. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. True. Yeah. Fair enough. So how'd that but, happen? That's yeah. How did that? Like, so you said. I think you said yesterday that they sent you some questions and stuff like that. Yeah. One of the curators reached out to me and they asked if I would be interested in being featured on the site. I didn't know what that entails. Like, okay. Like, send me some questions and like, which clip are you interested in using? So he sent me a few clips. He sent one clip. I didn't want to. I, I wasn't into. I was like. Out of all the clips on my page, I posted. Which like, clip? It's just like a little tree ride. Oh, okay. You want that clip? I don't know. I think some of it has to do more with like facial recognition. Yeah. But you I'll, never know what people like that are looking for because you know they could be like, "He's riding a tree." You yeah. know, like they just like the concept of that is like interesting. Yeah, and I wasn't that into it at first. Like, I mean, the clip. So I sent him three or four other ones, and he's like, "No, no, no." I'm like, "God damn!" Like, well, which like, what do you want? Which one do you want? So he chose another clip, and I was like, okay, I'm cool with that one. I can, I'm all right with it. But it, um, it was still what wasn't what I wanted. I was looking for something to have more wow factor. Yeah. I'm like, something that's going to really. Yeah, this is, this is my shot. Right. So it was first, it was, this was during the time when, um, oh, Cat's here. Hello. Yeah. This was during the time when 
<laughs> Dennis protects his. <laughs> he, he always comes up here. And oh. He'll put his paw in my drink. He loves it. Put his tail yeah. in there. So this was during like George Floyd and all like the crazy riots and stuff. Yeah. So he, yeah. oh, so this is so it took that long to come out. Like yeah. so, they're running like months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah, they are strategic with their. Yeah. Right so yeah, it was around that time, and they asked me. This was a full interview. So what you saw on Instagram was only one uh, answer. Oh, crazy. It was like 25 questions. But during like the course of this year and all the crazy things that happened, so like what the original post changed. So it just more so it went to like me being like an interesting uh, content creator. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, that's it's so interesting on that like, uh, you know, multi, multi-million dollar level, like how, how brands think. Like, uh, you know, it's interesting that like people who work for Instagram are just kind of scrolling around looking for people you know right. and then I'm they sure and they then they don't go- even have to do that i'm sure that shit is so smart with that ai that it's like these are the guys just no. blowing up on the internet yeah, right maybe. now and there's a yeah. list and there's brad yeah. and they're like he looks cool bmx that's sick i don't think there's someone like searching I, to a degree i'm sure i think that tells them who to grab maybe maybe that shit's there's, there's, smart there's both like there's yeah loads of people working the guy the guy called i got he messaged me sent me an email then i was like is this real so uh so I was like, what's your phone number? I was like, can I, can I? I was like, you have time to talk? So I wanted to call and just yeah. make sure and see, yeah. what, you know, see if things were legit. So we talked for, you know, 20 minutes. And he said, yeah, I'll shoot you some questions in the next four to five days. And he shot back some of the most difficult questions I ever had to answer. Like what? This had like a lot of things to do with like inclusion. Mm. That stuff just like uh, depends. It was a poignant time in history, of course. Yeah. That, yeah. The, the pandemic and just loads of questions and like I sat there for like two days I'm like god damn this is these are like real questions yeah these aren't just like some rapid fire questions like what's your favorite color do you what's your zodiac sign or something and it's also harder when it's you know the destination right you know you're thinking like okay potentially 300 million people are gonna get this you know delivered to them I gotta make sure my answer is really good right so you, how'd you do? It? Well, I guess you don't even know. They probably poorly. They only used one question, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe they'll use like the rest <laughs> of it. Maybe they'll use the rest of it on like Facebook or something. Yeah, probably. sure. I'm, so, I'm sure somewhere, somewhere down the road. Yeah. Is it, who knows with brands? But it like posted that. and it did it give you like a bunch of interaction on your Instagram? Yeah, um, I think it boosted me probably a good twenty thousand. That's but, nice. That's crazy. It also um, <laughs> sent some. Sent a lot of weirdos to my account. <laughs> Loads of weirdos. Um, people sending me emails. I had. I don't even have. I have nothing to do with like Instagram's verification. One guy sent me a message from Romania. He's like, "Hey man, um, I see that the main Instagram account follows you. Can um can you tell me why I always get like a negative response when I ask them if they can verify me?" <laughs> so I looked at him. Like, I didn't even respond to him. I. I'm not in charge of verifying yeah, yeah. accounts. It's like, They're just reaching any connect. Yeah. That is, I need that blue check mark. It was funny. Bad. That is, you know, like that's, I mean, essentially what the guy is saying. But, yeah, and I'm, so. I, I don't know, man. I can't help you there. Any like random like business stuff or anything? I always feel like there's got to be some sort of like girls. Yeah, you get business stuff. You get loads of just random people just kind of, they kind of come through. They just whatever they just drop messages they just say hey loads of people asking hey if you'll follow them back and yeah just, just the normal stuff yeah, then yeah just people business just people stuff, being people that business stuff like people asking for weird requests like hey can you you know promote my brand or 
you know, the yeah. Uzo, you know, mumbo jumbo. Work. And too, because you've been, you built this huge platform of, through Instagram and you're like one of those people who you probably write back to a lot of messages and you see everything. Basically, it's kind of your, your work zone in there and they're probably just seeing everybody hitting you up and they're like, oh, I know this guy's big on Instagram. I'm just going to bug him and see if I can get something from him, which is probably almost like a negative because you're trying to kind of get stuff from that post and you got all these people just like, yeah. oh, we're going to use you more and more and more. And you're like, Ugh, But I get actually, like, I don't know, like the bigger, the, the more the platform grows, I'm starting to pull back on like how I interact with people. Giving giving way too much time, it's effortful. I'm like, I can't sit here and reply to every DM that comes through. Some people just they just, you drop a story and they just want to they want to they want a uh, reaction out of you. Yeah, yeah of like, course. Will you talk about this or talk about that? Well, and then also there's the 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 plight of responding is means that they respond back. Oh yeah. And then you get <laughs> and then you are all of a sudden you're in a conversation. So it is a it is a weird thing and it's hard for Brad for wants kids to talk to, understand. to everybody. But he can yeah. talk to all nine thousand messages that come in yeah. every day. I mean there's nine thousand the next day. I yeah. don't want to talk to everybody. Yeah, it's I'm impossible. sure you wanna, you know, give your what's up. Make yeah. sure you know that you're, you're hit him okay. with that little yeah, exactly. that little fire emoji, but not have a full yeah. on conversation yeah. with everyone. That's what it turns yeah. into. Yeah, it's difficult. Like one hand, just a wave. Like hey, hey. a blanket wave. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I see you. Uh, uh, respect you. Thanks for the love. Exactly. <laughs> what happened with that broken hand too? So it was broken, and then I saw you make a post because that was your first ever broken bone, correct? Mm-hmm. And then you made a post. Doctor got it wrong. It's not broken. Essentially, yeah. So turns, yeah. What what was the deal there, and how have you gone this long? I don't know. I mean, I guess still right, or or what's the story? I guess. So this is a story. I did break a bone, but it's the, the skateboard bone in my wrist. So I, I were in we're at China X Games. Mm-hmm. So I fell down riding S M P Park. Rob and I were riding, ripping around the bowl, and hit some dusty patch. Fell down, smashed my hand into the ground. All right, got up. We went to the hospital. Got an X-ray in in Shanghai. Doctor came back and said it's not broken. It'll be okay. So I was just, he gave me a little splint, put it wrapped, wrapped around my hand. You still ride X Games? Didn't do anything. Uh, no, no. Yeah. I mean the real BMX parts, but like the actual event. China X. Oh, when you went to China for X Games, real BMX. Yeah. Oh, that was okay. that was after the event. Oh, okay. All right. I, was like, I think it was the same day that it was over with. Okay. All I right. went and just. It was better than before the event, I guess. Yeah. 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 So I got two x-rays. I got one there, left. Then I flew down to, uh, where did I go? I went back to, I went back to the States. I went down to Argentina. Went down there. I was hanging out for a little while with a friend. And I said, my wrist is still not right. So I got a second x-ray. And he said, Leandro told me, he goes, man, you probably got like a hairline fracture on your scaphoid bone, but you need an MRI and they're not going to be able to see it unless yeah. you get an MRI. So I didn't get an MRI, so I ended up. But just, you were just running on the fact that it wasn't broken. Yeah, I just how I just, long ago? You say ten years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just went on the fact like, yeah, it can't, it's not broken. Whatever, right? But my hand was still weird. My wrist was for the longest time. It just feels like a sprained wrist forever. Mm-hmm. But arthritis set in mm. because it didn't heal properly. Mm-hmm. So when that crash I had on that I posted online when I said I broke my wrist, I went over to. Went to went to a clinic, the X-rayed, and later said it was broken. But it, what it was is it was an old break that never healed. Mm. See the when I went to an orthopedist, he looked at my wrist and he said, "Well, if this was an acute fracture, 
I wouldn't be doing this. So he's squeezing on my wrist. He's doing all these little exercises. He's twisting my wrist. He goes, this isn't a new break. He goes, your wrist has been broken. He goes, when did you have that crash? It's like about 10 years ago. He goes, it's been broken for 10 years. It's just partially healed. Mm-hmm. That's what's like, will it ever heal? He goes, no, but over here, you see like just small bone spurs and like you have, you know, arthritis. Yeah. So yeah, you broken that bone, right? It's like yeah. a BMX bone, basically. So as I feel like everybody, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's kind broken of, that yeah. thing. It's like the small bone in your wrist. It gets really basically. poor blood flow, yeah. and essentially, if you break it, you need most of the time to yeah. pin it back together because otherwise, it won't heal. So, so what's the doctor say? He's like, "How are you going to get this thing better?" So he he they didn't recommend surgery. He said maybe down the road you need surgery, but he said just stay off of it. Take your time and. It was like, so I can, I'm good to, I'm free to go riding. Was, yeah, you can ride. But it's like, just take it easy. And um, a friend of mine reached out who's a physiotherapist. Mm-hmm. She's like, I have some exercises for you. I know you're going to need it. And I sent her the x-rays. And so she um, came over, helped me with my wrists a bit, gave me these exercises. She's like, you're just going to have to work through this and figure it out. I was like, she didn't really know. She, I asked her, like, if the bone would eventually healed because like it hasn't healed in 10 years it's probably never yeah, going to yeah. because that's just what it is kind of is what it is but that crash um honestly I feel like it it changed the way I like I, how I ride now really because it was the it was the over heart three right yeah yeah and in, not and not in a good way because like, now like I'm my fingers my yeah these my thumb my Ring finger index, all this like, they still hurt right here, right at the knuckle, right at the knuckle, and it, both knuckles. So I just, I don't know, like, it's been a few months now, and yeah. it still hurt. Like, I don't have good grip, so I'm still, I'm compensating heavily on the left side of my body. So the right side, I'm riding, it's more like this. Yeah. Especially in the head game, too, that you're it's missing. It's a huge it. mental yeah. game. Yeah. So, yeah. What, and the clip... So the Overheart 3, and then you posted the redemption clip. So did you literally go back and, and redo it? Yep. That, I mean, that's pretty – I mean – I went back and I went back to do it, but I rode past the rail at least 30 times. Like, man, I'm not going <laughs> to – am I really going to try it? Because one day I jumped on the rail. I was like, nope, I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm not ready. Then I got there one day. And I almost did the same exact thing when I spun over the rail, like the crash. Mm-hmm. I spun over. It was like nosed in, and my foot slipped off because I thought about stepping over the frame, how I did in the video, and that's – why well, I ended up body slamming. So this time I said, you know what, hold on. But then, like, two tries later, I just went up, spun over, and rode away. Chilling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what? you can ride and get stuff done. It's just, like, still, you'll heal up from it, man. I am. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm working. It takes a long time. I'm working on it. It's just, it's kind of weird because I haven't had many injuries. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're just not used to it. And especially. We'll be right back. Hey, sketch comedy fans. If you like unapologetically uncensored comedy, check out Instant Microwave Fuzz, recorded every week, hot and fresh, and straight out of the microwave. Unscripted jokes, uncensored guests, you're going to have a lot of outrageous improvised sketch comedy fun. You can find us on all the platforms under Instant Microwave Fuzz. Comedy made in an instant. pretty aggressive street rider that takes a lot of like full strength you know if you were just probably a ramp rider and 
just only rode ramps, you know, you probably barely notice that, but how you ride is yeah. 100% strength. You'll be back. You already are back. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't even, yeah. I wouldn't even know you're hurt. You're I'm like, back. I just don't, I don't feel like. You're not where like you myself. were. Because you said you posted that thing. You said first with in, in five months. Then when we were cruising yesterday, you were like, yeah, I'm kind of chilling on bars for a little while. Yeah, so, I, haven't done, I haven't done a bar. It's been a long time. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, you know, like Daryl Taco, obviously one of the best bars in the game. But he, he says no unnecessary bar spins now. Did like he it, his fingers up yeah, all his fingers just dislocate all the time, and he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, no frivolous bar spins, only bar spins that count, you right. know, like, and it's like, yeah, you just can't take them for granted anymore. So can't see Daryl messing up a bar spin. I mean, it happens, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it happens. I've seen Garrett mess up a bar spin. Remember that X Games? It was like he was warming up and he barred the sixteen. You were at that one. It was the only time oh, I ever seen him mess up anything. Switch bar. Really, switch bar, something. I think no, it was just a normal it was switch bar. Switch bar, and he, I thought I was. We'll like, have to fact the, check this, but I almost positive it was a normal intern. Bar intern, yeah. Uh, oh, yep. I, I remember that we're yeah. all sitting there, and I, I <laughs> and looked like, over, Whoa, and I was like, "Garrett, Garrett just crashed." Uh huh. Yeah. Everybody See, was like floored by him, like, and it was just it was like his first run sixteen stair bar spin like that when when that X game setup was huge like yeah. that's what I was gonna say the fact that you said there's a sixteen stair at X games X like games that's, used to have yeah, some six that, that would be that would be nice to say again so uh, one day one day Maybe. if there I mean fuck are X is X games summer happening uh, they're doing uh, I guess well. they, they got plans on doing yeah games. they have some, I know about the, be I know the ramp out stuff. really soon so oh really I'm not gonna say anything that's not rolled out yet okay fine. I was gonna press. I know about one thing, but I didn't know if there was doing a street event or what. So back to Brad. <laughs> Sorry, I, you know we're, we're, we're also yet. we're also filling space because okay. we don't know we don't know how long we're gonna talk. Right? True. No, no we're not. We're not gonna go on incessantly. That's what no. that's what Why I'm saying. We so we can just bullshit. So we can just bullshit. So the this has been a busy little week of podcasts. We did the Molar podcast. It was our record for unclicked, the longest one. Dropped it, and then and unfor- I mean everybody liked it. For the most part, but there was a little drama involved. Yeah. With yeah. Brad and some of the cult riders didn't like what was said. And Industry. Some industry drama, yeah. And yeah. Brad hit us up and we're like, dude, I'd love for you to be able to come here and say your side and so you can clear the air on how you feel on everything that Moeller said. So anyone who's listening to this that didn't listen to the Moeller podcast, go back and listen to that so you can yeah. get caught up on where we're at right here with this and Brad. I'm just, yeah, you're right. I'm just here to say my piece, clear the air. I'm not here to hold any grudges. I don't hate anybody, but things didn't happen exactly how he said. So yeah. that's why I'm here. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess rolling back to the original Unclicked, you just got on Fit. You know, like it was. Were it you seemed, just getting on Fit on that one? Uh, I mean, no. It was like, it was like six months, eight Mid, months. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were hanging with Justin and everything. Mm-hmm. At that time. I just went, you, that's when you presented the Norcup. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So whenever. Well, was uh, that was that? September then. So September. Or, uh, fuck, I don't know. A November, horrible sense of time. Sorry. It was November. Um, I don't know. Somewhere last year. Norcap's always around October. Yeah, That's but last year was an off a year. Different. Yeah. Um, but you know, it seemed like everything was from the outside view. Everything was going going well. It was a good matchup. Like, you know, it was the spark that kind of like brought you. You know, because as you said, it was like I gave it six months, and if it doesn't work out. And and fit was the one that made it work, right? Right. Yeah. And so that was like, I mean, that's that's a magical story in in many different ways, you know. Um, but then after that, it kind of. Well, it, how how the whole thing started? Like, I was already in starvation mode, mm-hmm. so I was willing to you know take an offer. But Chris and I had a phone call. Chris and I have had very little interaction. 
for anybody who knows. Like, I, obviously, I've known Chris for I know about him, but as far as us like interacting, a few times, even throughout the whole course of the like the partnership. So he called me, and we talked for like an hour. Great conversation. No, you know, nothing weird. Then I, then he said, I'll get back to you in a few days, you know, make you an offer. They made, he made me an offer. I didn't like it. I thought it was, I didn't think it was, it was low, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I responded to him and said, Hey man, respectfully, like, I think you're, you know, I think what you've done for the industry and, you know, it was great. And uh, yeah, I respect everything, respect what you've done. But I just I can't ride for that price. Like I'm and I'm not in the, I'm not in the position in my life where I can do that. I'm not you know 17. So he said, "Well, I can bump it up to this," uh, and I declined. I said, "No, I can't do it." He goes, "All right, well, I'll let you talk to Melissa, mm-hmm. his wife." So she she called me like I think the next day. We got on the phone. We talked. She says, "Well, I think you're you know." Worth this. We talked, we had great conversation, talked for a long time, and I had told her what I wanted. So, what I wanted was only thing I wanted, I asked for two things. I asked for the salary that I asked for and a complete bike. I never wanted any signature parts, none of that stuff. So, she said, Okay, well, we'll do that then. All right. So, when I agreed to it, she said, Well, your ride fit in S and M, everything. Listen, we'll do it like this. But if a, if a, um, if an opportunity arises, we'll um, we'll free up that portion of the contract, and you can you can take on um, a part sponsor. You know. Yeah. So I'm thinking, all right, well, which should be pretty normal, right? I mean, I've, I thought I've it never, was. I've, I've never been a sponsored rider, but I was pretty normal. Much. If I look at any pro, any other pro experience rider, I look at I look at the whole team. So that's Tom, Russ for Odyssey, Justin, Odyssey, Matt, Odyssey, Hango, Animal, uh, Ethan, I think G-Sport. Mm-hmm. and Mostly fit, though, yeah. Mostly fit, but he still was able to ride other things. Yeah. Right? So I thought, all right, cool. But I knew that the second I got on and once, 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 uh, I knew once the ball had got rolling, I was going to get um calls from people yeah i, I felt i was like i mean i just made a big splash like yeah the ball's yeah. rolling it's moving like something. momentum right so stuff's cool right i'm still like same thing kind of working through i'm like damn this is still difficult for me i'm like not really making men making ends meet but i'm, like, I'm just doing the best i can do right this is this is yeah, i got on in may mm-hmm. so in july Dennis calls me. What did you call me about? This was about we're trying to get well demolish not get it going again, but we wanted we're in the middle of COVID, we're in the van, we're like, dude, we need someone that's sick in the streets and rides parks and is down for like the road trip life. And I was like, None of them know you and I was like, Let's hit up Sims. It's a fucking swing to the wind, you know, a Hail Mary, but let's do it. And that's what I called you about, seeing maybe if you're interested in demolition. Right. So Dennis called and I said, all right, well, I'm going to be professional about this. I'm not going to just try to, you know, beat around a bush and do something weird. I'll call, I'll message Melissa. So I called her, asked her about it. 
She said, hey, it's like a few months ago you said if an opportunity comes my way, you'll be able to take the deal, mm -hmm. right? So I asked her about the thing. She's like, well, who is it? And I told her, she's like, well, no. She said, she said, no. I'm like, well, that's not cool. All right. Well, I was like, if you said the if the opportunity comes my way, I could take it. I present an opportunity for me, at least for me to, you know, earn more uh, money so I can, you know, start to, you know, get back on my feet. You decline it. And that's when things got kind of weird. It got weird there. And I was just like, okay, well, all right, I'll do this. And I, I brought up the, I brought up the, um, do you remember these watermark videos? Videos they had. Like, yeah, I think I remember messaging you about one because it ended with like a fit logo or something like that, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. these branded videos. So you declined the uh, like dem dem uh, the demolition partnership. And I was like, okay, so I'm like, what's the alternative? She's like, you have to do, it's like, if you'll do these five, you do five branded posts a month, then you can get, you can get, you know, the extra money that you're looking for which is what I originally asked for. But I'm like, I'm already. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So you're like, you'd be, you're getting the original number, but now you're not allowed to get parts, a part sponsorship, mm -hmm. basically. So you're kind of like backed into a corner. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. cornered. So okay, well, also this is not like guaranteed income. I'm already out there. I'm riding every day, posting, dropping stuff. And it didn't make sense to me because she didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I had a sticker on my down tube the size of Olympus Mons. Mm -hmm. Right. And, I, and I'm wearing I'm wearing the merch. I'm wearing every day I go out, I practically have on a fit T-shirt. You were doing a great job. You were doing it right. I, I, I thought I was branding and like doing everything I could do like for for a company. Mm -hmm. Right. And so she, like I said, she didn't like it. I didn't like it. Then I quit doing it. I was like, I'm not. I don't. Didn't like what? She didn't like the branded videos. We didn't like the branded videos. Not neither. She didn't. She didn't like it either. She didn't like both. Neither one of us liked the yeah. idea. But she's like, I'm willing to do it. Yeah. It's like I don't like. It's like I need more income. It's like not like I wasn't willing to work for it. It's just neither one of us was into the whole thing. Yeah. So. Um, and you're going. I mean, there's trips and and stuff like this all at the same time too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like. Cause you did the the welcome edit and all that stuff. Yeah, made the welcome video came out like at the like, genesis of the whole like COVID and yeah. people were afraid to go outside. I hopped on the plane immediately and just came out, started riding, filming with Justin, and we, we made a video in like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So what uh, so where did it go after the branded video stuff? So demolition and I think the you know so that was in July and then. Maxis came about after no that? not quite so after that we was just i was just still riding just yeah. hammering out clips just doing what well whatever they you know whatever i was supposed to, to do i think you reached back out to me and said that fit wasn't gonna allow it other right and do other and shit. this is when i started to feel exploited mm -hmm. in a way i'm saying okay you all are trying to umbrella me if you told me i can get out I can grab onto another sponsor, but you won't allow me to do so. So, um, what am I gonna do? Yeah, like, what am I gonna do? Mm -hmm. like, you're gonna, you're, I can only earn this here. Can't go anywhere else unless I get 
I said, I can't get it. I'm not, you don't want me to get anything BMX related. I have to get stay in here. So there's no other choice. I was like, okay, I'm going to do, I'll start doing some, um, I'll just say, fine, I'll do a signature part because my DMs were loaded. People were constantly posting, making comments on the fit page about when you're going to drop a Brad Sims, uh, Brad Sims frame or other signature parts. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I don't want to do that because I don't. So why not? I like the idea of a company monetizing my value solely on product sales. Okay. In in lieu of salary, essentially. Because as I think I think Demo touched on this with, with his with the kind of G T when he did his Yeah, yeah he did so, say something interesting. Because he was like, Oh, I don't want I don't want to be I want my check to be my check, essentially. And not I don't understand though locked in. How I do it with my brands is you get my, you get your check, and then whatever you sell is the extra, you know, right? But if you're on, whatever you sell of your signature product is an extra. That's yeah, but if your salary isn't up to par, if you're on starving wages. Oh, so so it's just like let me get my shit up here and don't, yeah, play around with me waiting, in this other. If if what you're what you're making isn't enough to really carry you on, waiting four or five months down the road to get. Okay, I see where you're going with this. Yeah isn't benefiting you mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. So that was, you're my... working on a healthy check in general, not one that varies. Right. It's like, it's like for I get a, it. you have for your, no, okay. for a normal company, you have your salary and then your, your bonus, your performance bonus at the end of the year. And it's like the, the, the parts and the, you know, the, and the, yeah, and it, that this, stuff is the add on. Okay. It's I get, that makes sense why you wouldn't want to have, right. I get, and, and this you know, isn't, it can be very lucrative or it can be nothing. Exactly. But if you liked your pay and you're stoked on it, you'd be down to, do that right right and this isn't 2003 when like aiken and people were pushing 300 frames a month mm-hmm. and in uh see i mean custom bikes were like flying you know, off the shelves yeah you're like oh yeah cool i want to build this up i want this signature part that part now people are just i mean especially i mean fuck with covid it's like bikes are going to be hard to get eventually so if it's like that was the basis of it it's out of i think that's what demo was saying is that it's out of his control that he doesn't want his check to go down Due to things that are not within Out of his, his control, control, no matter if you're killing it, yeah. it just you know there's slumps in every industry and in the market and whatever. Yeah, so that Anyways. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, just trying to give context outside of. No, was, yeah. yeah, spot on. Yeah, because yeah. I was confused, but thank you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you gave in and you did the the handlebars, right? It was the first signature project. I did bars. Product. I said project. Uh, yeah, yeah. I did bars. I'm like, okay, cool, fine. I was like, I'll do bars and. Asked me about, I was like, fine. I was like, I'll give me a colorway. I'm like, you're already making this frame. It's like, I don't want to cost you any extra money. I have to do any molds. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It's like, go with the um, the frame I'm already riding. Because, like, the geometry I want is kind of old school. And I know kids are more in- into new school geometry. So I'm like, just go with that. You don't have to change anything. Make it, give me a black frame. I'll sign the, the frame and let that be my colorway. Mm-hmm. You know, and that happened everything sold out immediately like it was gone whether it be due to sure partially part of it's due to covid people and also there were fans yeah people people wanted they wanted stuff my dms are loaded i was sending people over kids hit me up and i was sending everybody to the page to like this is swoop it up yeah go get it yeah mm-hmm. and you guys were doing a great job at marketing too because i remember seeing your bars a lot at that time you know something that like you couldn't not see on instagram if you went on there like you yeah. and Fit were doing a great job. I think Fit. I mean, it. yeah, Fit does a good job with stuff. Like and Brad I mean, does too. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we were together. We're gonna we sell were, some shit. Yeah, we were. Yeah, 
I feel like it was a. I think at that point too, it was well. I mean, at any point, it's like when when Brad drops like a video piece, you want to see it, you know. Like so, I remember the promo. It was like anticipated. When's the last time you anticipated a bar promo? You know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. it's you know, it, it, it's cool that it did well. So did the were the checks and everything decent or nice or what checks <laughs> from the bars? Oh, the incentives. Yeah. That's why I said what checks, because I never received a dime for, from the bars or the frame. Yeah. Damn, juicy. Nothing. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Not okay. one cent. Yeah. And, and is it, there any reason behind that? Like, did you guys part ways before you were supposed to get the incentives, or was it just, just never came in general? It came in general. I mean, quarterly, you get paid four months. Oh, for okay. the incentives, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I so you tell me, but yeah, I was still around. I was on the team. There wasn't, okay. there were no issues there. I just didn't get anything for it. Yeah, and I guess just, just I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they operate, but yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get a dime from it. I can, I can, I have check stubs. Yeah. I can tell you right now, there's no incentive um, stubs in my house. Yeah, didn't get them. So. And then that kind of leads to like where, not leads to it, but Moeller talked a lot about how having representation was good. And at that point you were representing yourself, but you corrected me earlier. Now you have representation after the fact, but at the time it was kind of said that, how did all of it end? Cause Moeller was kind of saying that you were asking and where you, you were like pushing, pushing, pushing and where in your defense you had something different to say. True. Me me pushing, I only asked for, one, a raise, like, I was truly in need. Two, because of the conversation I had with Melissa. She said, in a few, within, she's like, in a few months, like, see how things are going. If things are going great, then it's like, maybe we can, we can bump up your pay. So I'm like, okay, cool. Things are going great, everything. I called last, one of the, before like things really just kind of just fizzled out, I called her. I asked her about what we can do, and I was like, "I'm willing to work for." It's like, "What do you need me to do?" Like, I said, "What can I do? What more do you want me to do for you all?" And she said, "You're doing everything. It's like you're wearing the merch. You know, you are. You're writing. You're posting. Like your videos go everywhere. They have crazy views on them." She's like, "I just, I can't justify paying you more." I was like, is, is, it, is the company like not doing well, or, or like it's just like a rough time? And she's just, I just, I can't justify paying you more. And I, and I didn't get it. I was like, you can't justify me more. She's like, I can't just say yes every time. You say yes to you every time you, you know, you uh, you call. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if I'm not, you know, if I'm doing everything you want, and everything is going well. Why can't you, you know, meet me there? Yeah. Especially when, I mean, I guess because of your, your base level is where you're at right now, but you're not able to get a, a, a part sponsor. So it should be up from there, I assume. Correct. Right. Like, so, so you won't, you're not, you're not, you're not willing to increase my pay. You're, I'm not allowed to go and get a, get any other uh, component sponsors. Yeah. You only want me to do signature products under you, and I know that signature parts don't do extremely well unless you have soft goods sponsor. 
I mean, she's not soft goods model. She has soft goods. So they asked me, like, all right, well, since wheels are a big issue for me, I couldn't. They didn't want me riding stock wheels. I said, okay, well, we'll do. What do you want to do like signature wheels? So I'm thinking, all right, yeah, I'll try to do that. But seeing in the back of my mind, like, that's gonna that's gonna take months. Yeah, for any of that stuff to come to fruition. One, you got COVID, like there's lack of uh, lack of uh, supplies stuff going on right now. Yeah, stuff stuck is stuck at the ports, etc. Right, so I'm like the, you might not wheels might not come out until 2022. You know? Yeah, it seems like they're trying to subsidize stuff and get you happy, but it's like in lieu of kind of just going there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, it's almost like just just get there. You know, I, I get that in a sense and how that could be frustrating. So I don't, I don't know if I should ask this question, but ask in, it. In, the, in the posts <laughs> that Instagram made, they said that you asked for double what you were currently getting is that true is that accurate i said i was at the at the top of their pay scale mm-hmm. and asking for double and asking for double not true because i wasn't the highest paid rider mm-hmm. so it's not the top of the pay scale um two there's a difference from five and five thousand fifty thousand it's like you working at family dollar and your friend working at IBM or Sony, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's living differently, right? Yeah. So what I really asked for was only a bit more than what I initially asked for from the beginning. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't really double. It was slightly more. It wasn't an astronomical number. And anybody who's ridden BMX, like for a core company, you know that the numbers I'm talking about, they're not astronomical numbers. They're not livable wages. Yeah, no. Some people are are getting them, maybe, but for the most part, these are on star- starving wages. Yeah, and you need that full spectrum of it, you know the shoe, the 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 drink, the, the for sure know, a, par- like, a frame sponsor and a part sponsor. Yeah, like, so yeah. you're talking about like having representation, but how are you? Go- how why would why would a now that I have a manager and we're you know, doing great things together. But why would a manager want to, like an agent, want to entertain those numbers when... See, I don't think that was about you when he was saying that. Like, I get I get it doesn't make sense for you, but I don't think he was specifically referring to you at that point. I think he was, like, referring to, like, well, regardless like emerging, of that, that, emerging bike riders yeah. that were... Like, emerging or so in, in like general. Your, your uncle, but regardless, your that's uncle, a good point, though, you're you're making is, like... You could an agent would if you yeah. had a manager at the time they would pro- say the same thing as like yeah. Brad let's go we're like hey brother like we're we're not doing this, this is not yeah our time. let's yeah, go look per, let's go shopping you're on a percent of of two thousand dollars isn't really moving the needle for me so I don't need that you know right. like that type of thing so um, okay I get I get that I I get that from from your point of view I feel like in I think he was making a general statement not necessarily about Brad in that in that capacity you know because i think he was more talking about like young riders and like if you want to be a professional mm-hmm. you should have representation from a young age so you don't and have it's to a, like, a great so. bit of advice what he yeah. said but yeah. what you said is also very true it's yeah. like an agent's not gonna uh, want to you have a manager i have a manager and he if 
he'll tell you straight up. It's like, mm, this is not worth our time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, and it's great if and you're in the core scene and you're, you're coming up and you want to work with the brand for a while, but you are established. You've been in the game for a long time. You're on your like third go around at a big career and you know the industry and you're like, you were growing at a rapid rate and that's, you guys, it sucks that you couldn't work together and it didn't, you know, work out, but there was, you were growing and people, if a company wants to grow too, they need to grow with you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, guess you also, while all this is also happening, you had other offers on the table from correct from BMX and non-BMX brands, correct? Yeah, I mean, people were hitting me up left and right. I probably had, I don't know, at least 10, 10 offers on the table. Yeah. When I called you, I didn't even think he was gonna consider. You were gonna consider it. I was like, I'm gonna try, guys. You know, when I get home, and he, you, I was like, holy shit, he's kind of down. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was weird. I've never had, I've never seen so many people like trying to contact me and talk. I'm like, is this real? Yeah. Like, I never thought like the splash that I created was gonna be that big. So, yeah. I'm just like, all right, I don't know. So, yeah, another, an offer came through. Another offer came through, and this time it was a pretty big deal. Yeah. And uh, this was after I reached out to, to Melissa, mm-hmm. sent her a message. Yeah, it was just before the holiday. And people clock out during the holidays. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter for me. If, if I sent you a text on Christmas, whatever holiday, you don't have to check that message. Like most people, like you're a business owner, business people clock out until after the new year. No. So I didn't, I didn't expect for her to respond to my message. Oh, yeah, so, it was like on Christmas or something like that. Right? No, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. That's what I didn't it. expect her, um, yeah. expect her to respond to my message. I just I'm like, eh, she'll get back to me after the new year. Yeah. Like most people do anyway, but she responded and she's like, well, let's talk um, in a few days or whatever. So she called me. I missed her call. Then, because I was out riding, I tried to uh, call her back and say, hey, we're going through the mountains of Colorado. Let's talk soon. So she doesn't call me back for 10 days, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, right, whatever. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't need to, I mean. Yeah, she know. I mean, she'll she call know. back. Yeah. 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 So I had, I spoke to um, to Justin about, and Justin, the TM mm-hmm. of Fit, and I spoke to him about the whole thing. I'm sorry. What do you think? Do you think they'll cool me around? He's like, it shouldn't. He's like, it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, I'm like, it's tires. I'm like, yeah, just, it's like, it's just tires. Two tires. And that's it. And I was like, and I was like, this will really help me out. So, so I was like, all right, cool. I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell her about the whole thing. So we got on the phone. This is a long, it was a lengthy conversation. Mm-hmm. We got on the phone. We started talking. Started off great. So I started mentioning things and, talking about like hey i would can we is it possible can we do the um is it possible for me to get back to get the salary that i want right because mm-hmm. like because like you don't i'm not um so i can't do if i can't do signature parts like i mean if i mean not signature parts if i can't um parts if, i can't ride for a parts company or and things like, then how can I get paid? I was like, well, I have a deal. Tire company is like, can I ride for him? She's just like, why would I pay you more to ride less of our parts? And I was like, I can earn more money. I can earn. I can have a, it'll be easier for me out here, you know? 
Yeah. I just want to pour. I want to can ride more, produce more, right. focus more. Yeah. Focus it's like, more. My, it'll make it be easier on my life. Just, I just want like a course correction. Not mm-hmm. like, I'm not asking for like a, some astronomical amount of money. And we kind of got into it and started talking more. And did you, did you lay out the figures for her, for her? I just out of curiosity, not in any, oh, like, because like, I mean, I guess for the, for the people watching, listening, it's like the Maxis deal is a non BMX company. They're a corporate company. The, the amount of money that they were offering to ride the tires was essentially a, a lot of money. Correct. For, t- for riding tires. For riding tires, like it's a, it was a great deal. Yeah. Great deal. And yeah. it was a, it was a big enough deal for me where I could just, where I, I didn't, where it wouldn't make sense for me to to drop. I was like, this is this is a, this is a big deal. Like, I, if I drop, if I don't take this deal, then I'd be I'd be shooting myself in the foot. Yeah, it's stupid. It's what you need yeah. too—a nice tire deal, yeah, a frame is, deal, yeah. a parts deal. Then and, you could get going. Then the Adidas one, deal, and boom. Right, and one of the one of the biggest reasons with the tires thing, I was having so many issues with their tires. I would go out. I would say every two to three days I was blowing out my tires, blowing out inner tubes. There was, I'd say for at least five months, I was spending upwards of 30 to $40 a month on inner tubes. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, I'm ruining these tires. Like it's costing me money. Like I can't afford to spend 30, 40, $50 on inner tubes. Like this is the middle of the pandemic. Stores are weird. Like there's limited Limited product everywhere. Like, yeah. The price of everything is going up. There was like a tube. I remember there was like a tube shortage. You for said a this bit. on the Mueller podcast. There was a too. tube shortage. No, no, no. Well, there was a there's a con- saying that. there's a conspiracy for a tube shortage. Okay. Oh. And then during COVID, literally, Connor I feel like that was just deja vu. Connor was like, Connor Lotus was like. Hey, I heard you have got a box of tubes. Can I come by your house and get five pairs of five tubes? Because I do have no, like hundreds of tubes. In my I would go into Walmart so, and there was just like twenty eight yeah. inch tubes. You yeah. have a bunch of tubes still. Uh. Yes, we should, should get a couple before we leave. No, you should give funny. them out as gifts for coming in here. That's a good gift. That's funny. So, I, bag of coffee and some ironically, tubes. they're Ride BMX and S and M tubes, though. So, oh, then no one sees those. Whatever, I don't care. No, I'm <laughs> <You know>? um, <laughs> I mean, tubes a tube. Yeah, you know, damn I wouldn't, sure. I wouldn't I'm, care if it was a. I wouldn't care if it was a Kia tube. A Kia tube. So, running those tires was costing me money. I'm saying, well, I could ride other tires, and they make inner tubes. And this won't cost me any money. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I make you tour. Huh? Make you money. And I can earn money, right? So I can earn a livable wage there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right? So she doesn't really like it. She's, we started talking about it. She said, why? She's like, like I said, why would I pay you more to ride less of our parts? And this is this is what I said on the on the Molar podcast is when and I don't even because there was more to that the text that you sent me but that you know from a business owner thing you're like all right I'm asking for more money and I want to ride for you know this brand and I have this other opportunity etc and it's like I just know from a business aspect I said don't be surprised if they're not receptive to that and essentially that's what you got from them. And I'm not saying right or wrong, but just that that was I was just being I was being a friend to you. Like, hey, just be ready to, like, justify this in a sense, because it's like that's, you know, that's a hard that's a hard 
it's a hard thing to ask essentially like even if it does make sense in so many different ways it's still a hard thing to ask but there's so much more behind it in the sense of like hey this is just the number that i asked for originally i'm just trying to get there and then you said you know as as you've laid out is that you said that i was going to be able to ride for different companies and so it's like this and that and it makes sense but just that it's like fuck like such a hard for, for me it was it was like it was just those tires yeah like it wasn't the, it wasn't the whole <laughs> the whole well, kit wasn't the whole kit because i was i was okay i was content with like, all right fine i'm not content but i was like i will ride for fit and do that then she we uh yeah this conversation was long it was like 45 minutes yeah and we're just on and on talking about everything. I'm going over stuff. I don't know how it could go that long. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. It's like, because was, it, was it, a threat, like, if you ride from Axis, there's going to be no more fit? She, no, it? she didn't do that. She never said that? She never said that. She, she just said, fine, go ahead. You want to ride the tires? You can ride the tires. Mm. And, but, I would have taken that and been like, all right. I was like, okay. I was like, I don't understand why you're so upset or you're about two tires. Because she really wants to hold you on to fit. Yeah. Yeah, but you, it's cross-promoting. And in the end, it ended up you not being unfit anyways. You mean cross-promoting. I get it. I, I would have I, been, I you'd see me on the Max's page. You'd see me, you know, yeah. everywhere. Like, instead of having the money to be comfortable, too, and that shows in riding and eating better and just like, damn, like you're off the, like you said, getting off your feet again. Exactly. Yeah. I get it. No, I like I mean, it. I, I get it, too. And I, So I where would like, it go from the conversation? Yeah, so in the end, she begrudgingly agreed. It sounds like, yeah, yeah. Well, she well on, while we're on the phone, just because I'm not throwing all persons out here because the phone call kind of turned ugly, yeah, towards the end. But um, we started we were talking, and I asked her, and because I'm like I'm not I'm unsure, you know, I don't I can't during that time I couldn't afford health insurance, mm-hmm. like I'm riding full time, and I asked her. I said, do you understand, like, what I do on a bike? Do you understand, like, like, I know you don't ride bikes. You don't ride BMX. So I'm asking from, like, stand, from, I'm asking from a point for, like, an onlooker. Mm-hmm. It's like me asking, asking her what it's like to birth a baby. I could never understand. If you don't, you can, you can look from the outside and say, oh, that's dangerous. But unless you ride a bike, really ride and get, give blood sweat and tears you can't really tell anybody what it's like to be on that bike and be in that position yeah so that's what i asked i just said do you understand like like the dangers like what goes on in this not that like i had some huge ego about it like do you understand like how hard this is just because i go out and post these like crazy clips on a daily basis doesn't mean it's easy just because i can make it look easy does not mean it's easy it's 105 outside in summer of austin I'm riding around, practically getting heat stroke. I have, I'm doing everything you all want. Having someone film you that you can't even give a little check to, too, which would be so nice, like to have someone. I'm killing filmers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. That, and that does that's not fun when yeah. you know it's your work, but you yeah. can't even like have the support to support your dude filming you. Like, yes, you need yeah. that whole interaction to feel good about what you're doing. Like, I get that. You don't want to throw someone mm-hmm. the phone that like this might take me an hour. Yeah, so I'm, I, I'm not even gonna buy you lunch because I can't afford that. Right. So I'm talking. I'm talk. We're talking about it, and I'm trying to, you know, come up with ways to. I felt that the two Ride of the Year awards I won was, you know, those are big enough achievements where they would, you know, justify 
pay me what I asked for. Yeah. Right. And just the, the way things were going, I feel like I was worth Great it. Great year, and ended and with Rider of the Year, voted two, on by yeah, the people. Yeah, two two mm-hmm. Rider of the Year awards. Yeah, and that's why you were getting hit up. You did it. You got in there. When you're saying you're getting hit up, I don't know why or whatever. Yeah. It's like that's fucking why yeah. you did it. So we're that whole thing's going on. We're talking and. Well, you said you said the phone call it got dirty, but in the end, that it it ended with her agreeing. So you hang up the phone. Uh, and then I get, what? we got to the park. I'll just leave out some of the mess. Yeah. So we get to, we get to the. I get I pull up. We pull up to the park, and I was like, her, she's frustrated talking to me. I'm frustrated with her. But I was like, all right. I was like, you know what? Well, hold on. No, back 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 pedal. Yeah. She said, well, if you have better deals, she said this to me because the call, like I said, the call was so long. She said this to me five times. She said, if you have better deals, then take them. And I'm like, that's not reassuring for me because I want to ride for the company. I don't want to ride for another brand. Like, I want to be a part of your company. You're trying to make it work. But you're telling me to leave, telling me if I have the opportunity, then go leave. So comment, the phone call ends. Like, all right, it's like, cool. It's like, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. And I was like, I was like I'm not quitting, but. Just I'm not happy, but I'm not quitting. And they hang up the phone. And that's it. I don't hear anything from her for a while. She calls me back asking about um a signature bike. And by this time I told him, I like, I don't want any signature parts. I don't want anything anymore. I just want these two things. Like that's all I asked for from from the very beginning through the whole time was just two things. And then it went down to one. It was like, I don't want any more signature parts. And they just kept calling me and messaging me about signature parts. I, I um, was on a flight, landed, got down. Chris sends me a message. He goes, Hey Brad, you know, looks like you're somewhere exotic. Um, you know, shoot me a message when you get a chance. Send me another, another one. Like, I got just got off the plane. Send me a message. He goes, Hey, you know, just got one hit you up, let you know, Hope you're doing well. Want to know about? Want to know if you're um, if you want to do signature parts? You know, then I'm like, why is this still a thing? Why are you still messaging me about signature parts? So I don't want to do them. Then another message comes through, and it's like, well, I see, the, I see, see, see that you're no, you're not interested in doing signature parts, or whatever. But you know, hit me back. Then I didn't say anything. Like, you're still asking me about signature parts. Not had nothing to do with anything that Melissa and I talked about. I get up in the morning, post a video on Instagram with like a little mantra there. Then I get with a little what? Like a little mantra, you know, like you know something like wisdom. Yeah. Little, oh, little, little quote of wisdom. Yeah. So within I say twenty minutes of my post being live, I get slammed with. Uh. Basically, as opposed to them firing me, because I didn't quit. I told when I spoke to Justin, I said, "He's like, what do you, what do you, what is your, what are you saying? What are you gonna, what do you, what's your position?" Like, he's like, "I'm not, I'm not quitting. Fit. I'm just give me some time. Let me think. See what's going on." Yeah. So I look at the post and I'm like, "This is personal, and there's half there's there's lies in here, and like, and it's." disrespectful like it's personal information and one i would never do that i felt disrespected two when you have a contract any of that stuff like you have indemnity clauses you can't just go slander a person or slander a business so i I thought it was childish and i thought both of them owed me owed me an apology 
two weeks just because I don't respond doesn't mean that I'm quitting. You don't know what's going on in my life. Yeah. Right? But the only if you keep bugging me about signature stuff when I don't want to do it. That, yeah. What is it? It's hard. Yeah. I mean, that's a I mean, two weeks is a long time on one hand, you know, to not to not talk to somebody. But at the same time, like making that post without actually, you know, I've hashing not, it I've out is like is is difficult as weeks. well you know like probably longer you know yeah. like that shit happens yeah but if you had a girlfriend you didn't talk to her for two weeks she'd break up with you but that's you not, know like like i mean i i but that's, com- if i that, if i was just going crazy like i have been gone in europe for months at a time and i've been gone in australia for a month with no phone i didn't talk to anybody yeah i didn't get fired from anybody. well and, and i'm saying you know? and i'm like saying I this from old the best at communicating as well i'm saying this from old man perspective you know like like that's how i I, as I said on the Mueller thing, is I think communication is always key, and that's like marriage shit. That's like that's life I in general. That. I, and it, and it's, it's great. like communication so, is great. But and so when communication time, falls apart, relationships fall apart. And and if you're not saying what two you weeks say, so. that wasn't. I mean, fuck. I don't know if the shit's on the rocks. If, you know, okay, like, there we go. That's yeah, a good like point. if the shit's, if the shit's on the rocks, but, then I, like I, then I, two I, weeks of nothing is like yeah, it pushed them over the edge. They made an emotional Instagram post. But I can picture. I can't picture. Here's the thing: you built this, you built this historical company. Yeah. I just can't picture them waking up in the morning like that was, that wasn't something you just wrote on the fly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You thought about that. Yeah, of course. I've been the, thinking about it for a week or for was, two weeks. That was on the back burner. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way you woke up, and you know, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, she could have she could have been over. I mean, she could have hung up the phone and and been over it right then and thinking about it, and then it didn't get any better. I, and then I don't took, feel like she woke up and was like, "Well, I don't know if it, Melissa." Well, he said Melissa wrote the post. She did right. She did right. I, don't, I so. just can't picture him. He woke up and was like, "You know what? This is like a plausible move. Let's slander this guy on a platform over three hundred thousand people, but yeah. it backfired on them." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was good for it. it wasn't was good not, for them. It, it wasn't good for it did me. Not, it did not have the uh, purpose that they. Uh, no, yeah, because set out I'd do. say, I mean, the, the post turned, the post was crazy. Yeah. I sat there for a minute, I looked at it, and I'm like, am I really reading this? Like, was It was posted on all three or four platforms, and they were getting chewed out of the frame through the whole thing. There's some people that had their backs yeah. in there because they didn't know the speed. Like, oh, he just ghosted them, and that was, that was it. Yeah. They didn't know the whole story. I mean, I honestly, you and I had talked about it a bit yesterday, and I think in pieces, but like, I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I put together the entire picture until this conversation. You know, like the entire timeline of it hadn't been laid out. I know there was issue with the complete bike stuff and them not paying you what you originally asked for. I knew the pieces of it, but I don't think it got laid out in that entire timeline uh, when we talked. At least. You know, I didn't put it together, so it makes it makes a lot of sense in 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 ways from your perspective, and it's like, I I get it, I I do get it. So, if you were on market and we and you were arguing about you going <laughs> you going to a Levi's deal for a year, and then I just didn't hear from you for two weeks, I'd have my fingers crossed. He's gonna say like I'm I'm on, you know, like yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be like all right, I'm gonna write this message, you know, like I don't know, it just sounds like I don't, I don't know what they were thinking on that. And I mean that that Instagram post was emotional, like and that's yeah, and that's like, that's that's the best way as I could say it is like I felt like they were hurt or emotional and they had an emotional reaction. Somebody who has has personally 
had emotional reactions to certain statements or things online. Like I, I, I have been there and it's like, you know, you're airing out dirty industry bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I get super emotional (laughs) cry faces, emojis. I've been there. I've been there. What's that? You like your comment wars. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm in. Fuck it. Leave a negative comment right now. I'll respond. (laughs) (laughs) Strategically. (laughs) Strategically. I'll tear you to pieces. Think about it for 15 minutes before oh, you yeah. respond. Oh, that yeah. was good. Yeah. Yeah, Boom. Like, God, this one. Get him. Got that And they wait 30 minutes and get you better. You're like, shit. Yeah. Like, here goes some more time. Yeah, that's when I delete it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just right, joking. So. But now, nah, yeah, I was. People were hitting me up left and right. And it's like, this is real. So you're off fit. So from reading this Instagram. I, thing, yeah. You see it. They, like, yeah, they fired me. Like, and so I, why, why didn't you say anything? I guess is the is the next logical question. Why didn't I respond to them? Yeah, what well, you said. You, this is literally the first time you've ever discussed this. Oh, uh, via comment, anything. On, I didn't respond to them. I told a few people. Like, yeah, what happened? While I was just sitting there, just kind of thinking, like, what am I going to like? This looks bad on me. I'm like, I'm never riding for another BM for another for a frame company or BMS company ever again. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, this is my, because I wanted I wanted them to be my very last. I wanted to end my BMX career riding for them. That's crazy. Yeah, I was like, I'm. This is it. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride for Fit on my way out. Ride for and, Fit while collecting other sponsors and. Yep. Yeah. I was like, that's what I, that's what I'm gonna do. And I, when I saw that, I was I was I was disappointed. I was like, this is this is crazy. Like to read that online, have people like coming at me sideways. Calling me ungrateful, like you calling me ungrateful. You don't know anything about my life or what's going on. You think just because I ride a bike and you see me on online with a few hundred thousand followers that everything is peaches and cream? Perception. Yeah. So you mean spec loads of you know people love to speculate. Um. So did it actually get you down in a sense? Like, what did you do afterwards? Like, were you? Did you go out and ride the same day? Were you like, no, fucking, I'm, I'm fucking chilling for a while? No, like, I, I did not go ride the same day. Uh, I think I went out the next day. I put on a tracksuit, <laughs> put on an Adidas tracksuit, and just hopped over a bunch of cones with a song on it. Made a little, what was a, you, was I think a song. A, the poignant caption, correct? Or the, or the song was, was, uh, was making a statement? Is that what it was? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think I remember something that. to do with. I'll, 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 I'll dip it in here. It's like, like just haters on my body. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah something like that. Like people were, yeah, people were chiming in, trying to talk shit on me, and you know, saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, you are. You're, you're difficult to work with. You don't actually know what happened." And I didn't think it was anybody's business for me to just go in. It's like I'm not playing tit for tat. I'm not gonna go in and just, you know, slander them. It's like wasn't all bad like they they did you know they helped me out like i helped them too like there was some benefit to the partnership i yeah. love the partnership but that's what i was trying to say in the last how podcast. it how it ended how they reacted towards the end for me I, yeah i thought it was it was she was unprofessional it was ridiculous especially with that size of a platform you know yeah i think public stuff like that often backfires it's hard to it's hard to resist though you know like it is you know you feel you feel like your version of the truth is 
is correct and it's but it's it's a when it's a complicated long situation like that you know that's why it's so interesting i'm so glad you came here and sat down and talked about this because you listen we listen to moeller's side of the story and like you said he wasn't really even involved that much in your guys's deal and what was going on he's he's doing so much other stuff kind of this whole thing is more you and fit it is but that internal industry the thing with that he is head honcho there yeah so when it comes they're, down they're to it, he's the boss. Well, he's still the yeah. boss. Mm-hmm. Like, if you listen to him talk on the podcast, like, he says, you know, Melissa takes care of all that stuff. He has a, t- a team manager. Justin, there's like, she's general manager. Justin's manager. Like, she's still gatekeeper. Like, everything, you go through Melissa to get to Chris. Yeah, and it's not like, I mean, I would have said. And they come to an, to an agreement on certain things. It's all talked about. Yeah, I, I would as, I would assume that post passed through Chris at some point before it got published. I would I would think, but I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, don't I think know. it did. Yeah, but that's, what, assumptions, you know, just like on the, on the Moeller podcast, he was assuming that you might have been riding for a mountain bike brand for six months or something, which was, wasn't true. Like I didn't sign to any other bike brands. Mm-hmm. Like I was talking to probably at least ten companies were talking to me. I could talk to anybody I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But doesn't mean that. I mean, Chris said it the best. You you need to understand your worth to find your own value, and that's what you. It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I, I mean, I I mean, Brad knows his value. You know, yeah. like I mean, I I I don't know. If He's it's, getting hit up by other companies. Bad, that's helping with bad tack, value. But I I would assume that Brad is one of the only people to to turn down an energy drink deal in in recent times. You know, from an, a major energy drink company. just wasn't big enough because it just wasn't not, not yeah. worth it. I mean, it didn't just didn't. It's up to him. I don't know the numbers. I, I wanted to but. something to use, align with current sponsors. I just don't want to take a deal. And okay, cool. Like if if there's someone else who's in need, let them take it. But I was trying to set a. I want to set a standard. Like yeah. I think athletes, especially within the action sports community, are underpaid. Mm-hmm. You know, dudes leave the industry high and dry with a pocket full of peanuts. Yeah, like, that's. I mean, it's not. It's not cool. Like, yeah. So um, you, this deal came to you from an energy drink, and you were just like, "No way, it's yeah, not worth it." I turned it down. That's cool. It's the first time I've ever been in a position in my life where I walk away power. Yeah, because energy drinks deals used to be huge, you know, in the beginning, and then I think people just started taking lower and lower ones and race to the bottom. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. you, that's really cool of you because you doing that would have been like, "Well, we just got this guy who got Rider of the Year for this much money, like." Boom, just set another standard on what we can get people for for the future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, you know, um, as I said, it, it had to feel good in a sense walking away. It, you know, it, like it, it, it felt was great. like it felt weird because yeah. it was the first time I was in that position. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm going to tell this company no. One that I've considered for years. And I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy yeah i mean I, think, I, like, I feel like that's the juiciest part of this whole i mean maybe the whole podcast is like the, i feel like that is like the holy grail for for bike riders is like you got that you got that fucking energy drink sponsor holy shit and it's like it's like no nah, it wasn't good enough you know and it's like and it, and it's not cool. like being arrogant about it it's just no like, yeah i don't i've seen garrett reynolds is also like turned down deals because he knew they were just not worth what they were i've seen him do that for like yeah. the first 12 years of his career and i was just like damn I'm over here with a huge rock star sticker on my helmet, like you're crazy, you know. But he knew it. He just made made his deal bigger and bigger. He yeah, was, he knew what he was worth. Yeah, more desirable. Yeah. Um, when 
all the fit stuff came out, the Adidas news hadn't dropped yet. Had you already signed that Adidas contract? Yeah. Yeah. So you knew that was coming. So you knew, at least knew that you weren't like in the fucking gutter when it all oh, dropped. Oh, I knew. Yeah. Honors was good, but I still had to. It was rough for. It was rough. It was rocky until. Um, actually, not quite. I'd say until February. Okay. So like a month or so. Because it was February. Yeah. Then um, I did the uh, the Taco Bell commercial. Oh, yeah. That's what That was good of my saving grace, too. Fuck it. How much you get paid for the Taco Bell commercial? $20 million. Holy fuck. <laughs> nice. I'm straight for life. 20 million <laughs> fucking gorditas, huh? 20 million gorditas. Nah. <laughs> 20, 20 million gorditas. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. But um, nah, actually, it was, it, was, it was a nice payout. Yeah. It was cool. But Is I that didn't, a Super Bowl commercial? Or no? It it played part, some of it like played on the Super Bowl, but it um, it played during like the Daytona 500, mm. during, the, during the All-Star game. People were hitting me up left and right. That's nice. cool. It was nothing like anything I ever filmed before. But like the whole these crazy production teams. There's like seventy five people on. Set. Go, going back to the statement of, uh, you don't understand what. Do you understand what I do? They literally did not understand oh. what you did. Yeah, you're yeah. You're, ex, you're explaining. You've done a commercial before. You're explaining bike tricks. But what are you gonna do to like some dude who's filmed like Steven Spielberg? Like, I don't know something yeah. blowing up or whatever. You're explaining it to like a like a film buff. Yeah, and he's like, "You want to do what? You so, literally have to take your bike and show them what the wall ride is." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you like, think Here. someone who's like worked in like action? Hell no, they don't stunts. Know. Stunts for like 20, 30 years would kind of have an understanding of what you're about to do. So guys, I don't think you're gonna land him. It's like, dude, I, I could do this fifty times. I would not touch you ever. Yeah. I won't land on you, and we just. In this huge car, there's a half million dollar Benz. With, it's called a Russian arm. It looks similar to this setup, this mic right here. Mm-hmm. That's actually worth forty million. Close. Yeah. Yeah. So we're driving. He's just driving. Them. They missed me like six, seven times in the wall. What they missed? Like they messed up the clip. Oh, you had to do sixteen times. <laughs> See the and wall. Wait, and wasn't there something where it was like they got bummed on you for not pulling it one time or something? No. Oh, okay. I that didn't I heard something no, no. about that. My tires kept blowing off the rim. Okay, going back to what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. No. That could happen. I was like, this is... Max's tires? No. Mm. Those tires, Max's tires stay on the rim. <laughs> nice. Plug. Yeah. Yeah, check mark. So, no issues there. All that's, you know, good. So, <laughs> <laughs> plug. Uh, what, so, you did, the, you did the wall ride 16 times. That was a big wall ride, too, right? In the video, you probably can't tell. Yeah. But there was two Jersey Bears stacked up, a huge board, and Nate Richter was riding next to me and Jerome. So they saw me. I did a wall ride 16 times, which was the easiest part, but I had bike malfunction. So I'm just like repairing my bike like every other jump. And mm-hmm. I was landing two tires every time, like not doing anything crazy. But the hardest part was saying the line. The line was rolling down. Filming, how many times do you need to say this? Because from what the people said, they say commercial stuff is more difficult than, than uh, movies. Oh, really? Yeah, because they say commercial stuff has to be perfect. Everything's got to be spot on. Movies, you can, people can, they can, you know, they can ad lib, they can mm-hmm. do whatever. But with commercial, like, this is the line. You say this line 7,000 times. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So I guess I don't even remember you talking in it. What, what was the line? You said it 16 times. You better remember. 
said no. I did the uh, seven. I did the stunt sixteen times. I probably said that line five thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why you get the fifty million gorditas. Fifty million gorditas. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now where you at? You you don't want to ever ride for a core bike company again? That's, that's not that's true. Burning. That's what you just said. I know, but come on. That's what you just said. Uh, I mean, that's like that's like depressing. That's why I don't want them to be true. It's I'm not. Like I, I, I don't, I don't think I will. I mean, I, what brands what, would you ride for? What, what, mo, what Chris said, that and just you just have a sour, you're sour about it, like sour taste. If that makes sense. I just feel like now anybody who's, who's, who's like a core company who's considering me, thinks I'm asking the world now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully this conversation just clears up the fact that you're just asking for what you believe you're worth. Brad's side of it. That's it. I just, what I'm worth. I just don't, if I was going to consider a company right now, I would, let's see, I would do Kink, mm-hmm. Kink, um, Cult. Mm-hmm. Short list, I assume. Kink, yeah, Kink Colt. Uh, I guess that's that's probably it. Yeah. Kink does. They do. You know, I'm giving free promotion here, but they do. They do great work. They do shit right. Yeah. You know, they do. They I do. like. I like yeah. what. I like what they do. Team's dope. J Rose amazing. Products are uh, good. Travel. Uh, travel game. Daryl. Daryl's. I can see Brad on Kink. Daryl's film is on point. You yeah, know. Daryl's an amazing film. Uh, you know, Colt's cool. It's amazing too. All it, you know, they do, they do good stuff. Uh, that was kind of funny. I thought about this is off topic, but talking about Robbie and uh, Moeller don't get along, and you know, like granted they don't get along or whatever, but both those guys, like the the Shield has been helped so many jams, and Colts helped so many jams. It's like it's a shame. I wish those guys would just be friends, and you know, I know, I know they're not going to. Yeah. I see you're smirking over there, but it would, it's like, no, cool. it's just I was just think, cool. I was just thinking the comment about like yeah, send them some flowers, you know, yeah. like like that's what was like. I know though, like it's so funny. It, I mean, it the conspiracy theory is like so. If you if you run through the facts, it's so funny. Yeah, I like, think from Moeller's podcast is Brad rebuttal, and I think Colt would that'd be a good one to have their rebuttal on th- their side of yeah. things how it happened because that was Moeller's side, and I would love to know like what Robbie and those boys say about how. Colt started on their end. Mueller said, "If you if you invite everybody that uh, has problems with me on the podcast, you're going to be doing this game for you're going to be doing this for a long time." <laughs> wow. And here's the thing: here's the thing. I don't have problems with yeah, yeah. This guy, like, yeah. This, I'm not holding any grudges. Yeah. Like, like I said, my interaction with the whole thing was completely different, and I've and I've heard this from a lot of people who've gone through their doors yeah you know so it wasn't like people were like some people just said they just flat out to, when it happened like that didn't take long told you so mm. and i was like oh. i was like i had to start somewhere I had to I had to you know get my foot through the door yeah yeah so what is next what you got going on next i saw you were in mexico covid's winding down you got adidas and 510 supporting you you got maxis supporting you what uh what's next on the timeline what's next on the timeline we just have to wait and see you know okay nothing no, no trips trips i'm flying back home oh okay that's a trip trip back home okay where mm-hmm. in baltimore or like 
from Maryland area, right? Uh, no, I am going a little trip with my friend John. We're gonna go up to the East Coast. I'm shout, going out, to, shout out to Saunders. Saunders, yeah, yeah. We're gonna go back there. I haven't been, I haven't been back to Maryland. I've seen my family like probably a year and a half. Nice. So I'm gonna do that. Kick it. Sure, they're proud of where you've gone in the yeah. last couple years. Ride some bikes. Go party. Go, go treat the family. Do a little something. Yeah. Nice. I haven't really treated myself like really celebrated like, cool. all the, the new achievements. So I think that's important. You know the. Give yourself, you know, quarterly treats. Just, you know, because what's the point? You know, you got to have a balance. You, you do all this work and you don't treat actually yourself. treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you doing better now monetarily than the Target Hoffman kind of peak? You know, like the you last think Brad of, Sims career? Yeah, the last, <laughs> you know, is this the other is, one? Is Brad 3.0 doing better than Brad 2.0? Brad 3.0 is most likely going to buy a house. Fuck yeah. Nice, So dude. Where are you going to buy that house? San Diego? I don't know. Nah. We'll, we'll see. That'd be cool. Would be. You got some real estate for me? I, I don't even know what the hell is going on in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to look at the price. Expensive. Man, I don't think. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm doing better than ever. I have, Fuck like yeah. Like I said, I'm, this is the first time I've been in a position now where like, I can, I can, I don't have, I don't, I can, I can, I can afford to buy a house now. I can, I want to get a vehicle. I'm here. Like I'm, I'm, I'm taken care of now. I feel great. Um, and this is, right now, this is. I feel like it's. A, it is a little scary for me because um, this is the first time I've been in like in a, in a in a position where I can kind of start like dictating where things go. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm just taking anything just so I can like survive. Survive. Like my head is above the water. I got a clear view what's going on. So, because Brad 2.0, you were more on the terms of like take the money and enjoy the go see the world. It was a little different. Like you were kind of directing your life and more to see the world. It seemed like not to station down and get your yeah. Because it wasn't enough to to really do this. Yeah, because yeah. like, okay, it was cheaper for me to move around mm-hmm. to catch these cheap flights to go here, go stay there, and you know shack up. You know, hang out with some riders in a third world country, and you just you can live off a few hundred dollars a month. Whereas now, like okay, if I'm here, I'm grounded, and I want to. I'm 35 now. Like I'm actually building a life. So right now, like any companies like I partner with, they obviously know like, hey, I'm not 18. I'm now like if you're you're investing in me, you're also like helping invest in like my future mm-hmm. because I mean, I'm only around this level for so long, and. I plan on riding and doing it for as long as I can. But it's a cool thing though. You can now being smart and getting these big deals, you can keep going into your prime, but whenever you feel like you can't keep going past that, you can just keep making BMX look cool with good ideas and being like, Hey, let's do this. Let's put some money behind a trip and bring the boys and we'll film all of it. You know, there needs to be more of that. Like the culture behind BMX with people like you being able to do that instead of just as soon as they pass their prime and they're just like, Oh shit. I can't do this anymore. I'm broke. I got to get a job instead of like, let's be creative and think about these things. Yeah. It just also comes with, you know, people not being financially literate, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm just learning about finances now, how to, you and know. you're only 35 though. That is kind of average. I feel like, you know, like most, yeah, I mean, I kind was... of mid thirties when people start figuring this shit out there, you got to yeah. see the world and then now do this. Like it's people pretty dope, but it, it is, that is strange though. Cause it's like struggle, 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 struggle. And most people I know to like 35, 40 or whatever, like, that's when like that's when they're starting to hit the, like their financial peak, mm-hmm. or like they're starting to hit that like the upward trajectory, and it's nice now. It's almost like 
you you had this struggle, but now it's almost like, hey, you're kind of on time, but you're also behind mm. in a way. Nah, but you're but, so I far mean, ahead yeah. because you've seen the world. Everybody else is the whole get the house, the foundation, white picket fence, whatever, the dream, and yeah. then like try and travel with that money later. And you could still always travel, but it's like, man, you really get to pick where you want to go now because you've seen the world. You don't like, let's go try this and try that. It's like you've seen over a hundred countries, man. That's the experiences are shit. Experiences yeah. are great. I I'm I wouldn't trade it for the world. But you can't do much with a passports <laughs> filled uh, up passports. Of, yeah a bunch of, with a full yeah. passport but you can do a lot with memories in your head yeah. you can. no it's yeah i mean and it's wisdom and life experience sure you sure yeah. can you're more you're more cultured and experienced than 99.9 percent of the world and like you have to be proud of that and you fucking did that and now you do the next thing like well, and that's it I am, like, I'm, yeah I'm, you're not behind you're not as dennis was saying you're not behind the curve like i was so. i mean I feel like, yeah, around 35, 36, I was like, oh, my God, I need to get my shit together and make sure that, like, yeah, my, 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 I have a life later, you know? So that's just, that's part of growing up. Yeah, I I guess that depends on, like, who you are. Consequences. The idea of consequences comes in later in life, you know? So So I'm just kind of thinking down the route where that's when, when I didn't actually have the opportunity to, like, really... Trying to cultivate these things. Yeah. So now, like, yeah, the opportunity's here now. Fucking embrace it. That's all we can do. We kind of circled around a little bit, but Adidas, how did that whole thing come about? What is the deal? Why is it I, Adidas 510? Uh, I don't necessarily understand. Mm. Uh, what projects I got so many questions what projects do you have lined up are they going to sponsor more people is there going to be a Brad Sim signature shoe go yeah loads of questions nice. huh? well <laughs> run on question that was no that was five <laughs> questions that was not a run on question that was five questions well <laughs> all that's uh, <clears throat> oh god damn uh you know how the whole thing came yeah, how to, yeah I mean just like they hit you in the DMs and then all of a sudden you're like no you know Mm-mm. that just came from me like I used to try to like kind of not kind of I used to represent myself a bit yeah so I reached out okay to I knew one of the one of the mountain bike guys who were on 510 I said this dude's super dope I, was like, I wonder if if he's like how connected he is so I shot him a, a message he told me who the team manager was, so I do what I do. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, I have an athlete profile, a deck. I sent that paragraph, introducing myself. You know, all my social media links and stuff. So responded to me. Sent me a message back. She's like, "Well, I see what you're doing. I see that you're a legit rider, and yada yada yada." Um, well, right now we're not really looking to put anybody in BMX on. But if you want, we'll we'll um, send you some shoes, send some feedback. But if I were you, I would entertain searching for other sponsors. And I'm like, not the best reply. I'm like, damn, that's what I'm, what I'm gonna do with that. Yeah, you know, I get I get shoes, I try them out. I'm like, damn, I really like these shoes. I'm like they're nice. I send feedback, didn't hear anything back. I'm like, yeah, I just sent like a you know a, a detailed you know product review mm-hmm. and smart. That's cool. Nothing came back. All right, so I was just riding, 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 riding. Then I was on in Seattle on a trip, and I was like, I was like, you know what the hell with this? It's like, you know, I didn't hear anything back. It's like, I'm gonna message them back again and see what happens. So 
like the three or four months that had gone by, they had been watching. Hmm. So I had no idea they were watching. So I messaged back and said, hey, um, I really like the shoes. Like, I'm interested. I, you all don't have anybody for BMX on here. I think I could, you know, I could do the marketing representation for, I can be the BMX ambassador, you know, for now until you decide whether or not if you want to do a team, but I, I can do the job right now. But I'm good with social media. Um, okay, we're doing this. And responded back and said, yeah, I've been watching you. I've been watching your page. You actually become like my, one of my favorites to watch. So he went from like not even being interested to, like, hey, this is this is what um, I mean. You're, yeah, you're like one of our yeah. favorites to watch. Yeah. So we started talking. Like, well, what do you need to make it work? It's like, oh, I can, you know, for this. Then we started talking about apparel, footwear, and apparel. Because like the five thing, five ten used to just be like a rock climbing shoe. Okay. Then Adidas bought five ten. Uh, I guess like four years ago, four or five years ago, okay, something like this. So it's all, it's all Adidas, but the five ten is is outdoor. Same with like a Terex. Okay, Ter- I'll pretend I know what that is. Keep going. It's Adidas. It's just okay. like different. This is just, just <laughs> different logos. It's like Adidas original. Like okay, yeah. It's like Adidas football, Adidas basketball, Adidas. All these these massive entities have separate entities within them. All right. Yeah. So that's how. We're, so I'm on for apparel and for uh, footwear. After so, this guy said he's been watching you, is that, so that actually the lady, the lady yeah. saw this, and then you got the ball rolling with that. Though you kind of skipped got the ball rolling, but still Between wasn't that in the deal. It still wasn't set in stone. She said, "All right, so this is what you know. Okay, I, she said, I'll see what I can do, but I can't guarantee you. Um, I can't promise you a contract." So my fingers were crossed. So yeah. Like, and this is around. This is. That's nice. So it went from a, give us a product review to that's a, that's, contract is in the sentence now. That's a, that's a valuable lesson. Like, Hey, you know, you stuck with it. You didn't just like rock the shoes for a week and then. Right. And then, you, but know, you also you didn't annoy him either. You like kept no. it, yeah. you, you kept it. it nice and classy. You just See, were, and were you rocking just a little the shoes push. for that entire three or four months? Like on every post? Um, I got a little frustrated one time yeah. because like, I wouldn't hear anything and I didn't know. So I think it was a few times I like switched up. I just had some all black shoes on. Yeah. And I was like, mm, okay, well, I'll try these out. I'll go back and forth. Yeah. Then, uh, then I just start wearing them all the time, like every every post. Then uh, I was yeah back in Cali, same thing, hanging out with Justin. And she said, she sent me an email. She's like, all right. I can get you a contract. Fuck yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. And she sent the con- she sent over like a, a rough draft. And I read over it and it's like, well, this is life changing for me. And I I was I was I'm still super I'm proud that I was I made I did this and um I'm happy I did this deal because I guess it was like the the biggest one I've ever done. And I did it on my own because I, I was I wanted to do it make this deal happen like without like having any kind of representation other than myself that way like i get to structure this i did the whole thing Mm -hmm. and i don't have to nobody else gets points off of this one particular one anything like anything after this people can get points off of your manager like my my manager he can get points off i was like i want this right here like i don't want anybody to touch this is like my little baby right here like and then i took uh went back and forth like 
kind of negotiating, trying to get things done, all the wording and everything, and just, you know, all the, you know, the nice so paperwork. So once that that happened, like I, I signed and we made the little we made the made the announcement video, and here we are. Another cool. thing, you look cool as hell on Adidas, and it's a good a good team. Are Thank we you. Going, is there going Wait, anywhere? Huh? They team? make a good team. Like oh, how they him make and Fit did. I was yeah, like, that's yeah. awesome, you yeah. know. But this Adidas and Brad yeah. thing is like, oh shit, Brad 3.0 is moving up. <laughs> yeah. So is there is there plans for pro? You know the, the the is there plans for projects or is there like are they going to add? Is there going to be a BMX team? We like, have plans for projects. Um, uh, I think I, there, I think there's you know plans of expanding. You know, adding cool. people to the team. You know, you like, and Chad down the distance yeah because i feel like Man, didn't chat martinez adidas. had a little adidas that was before for a bit. there was a martinez and then, doyle and a couple van maybe that was adidas before you got van? involved at all so, yeah they were all like adidas flow see yeah. i don't know how it worked. that was a while ago though see that was probably just Corey's was recent i feel like no mm, it was a bit ago conception of see, time. that was yeah yeah, yeah. see there's a, there's a like i said there's a difference remember how they had like i said the different entities within the brand mm-hmm. that was not five ten at all. It was some other woman they See, were talking to. He is five ten and Terry. That's like outdoor. That's biking. These are bike specific bike riding shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it makes so, a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I'm riding my bike, I have to be in five tens. Are those five tens? No, these are just normal Adidas. Just chiller Adidas. Okay. Well, not okay. just yeah. casual wear. Like I'm wearing normal Adidas shoes. Like whatever from the line. But if I'm on my bike. I need to be in five tens. Cool. That's cool though, because you can almost—it's not wrong for you to be in Adidas yeah. also. So that's so cool. when you're chilling, it's Adidas. Riding, it's five ten. Adidas, still yeah. Adidas. It's yeah, just yeah. Like, cool. I'm in the Adidas riding mm-hmm. bike riding shoes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just—it's just kind really of really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. So as far as like, uh, would you say um, projects? Projects go. There's something works. Like I can. I just really have to need to make a decision on what. Yeah, I want to do because I don't. That'd be really cool to see you do something with your own creation that's not just a normal street video part, you know, with a little budget and wall shit. Wall shit. Just joking. That's what I. (laughs) I'll take that out. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) just leave it. But but that's what I don't want to do is just just make another just like just a crazy straightforward you know BMX video. People because you've kind of changed your approach on that. You almost just make a long video part through Instagram. So if you're going to do a project, might as well make it different than what you're already posting all the time. Yeah. Cause I, I want something that, that transcends BMX that draws people in that puts us on the same playing field as other elite athletes, you know, mm-hmm. cause we are, but people are like, Oh, you know, just, you know, you're not, you know, just go get a job, whatever you guys are just, you know, some, some dirty kids riding bikes. I'm like, yeah, we're, Elite riders, elite athletes, like, you need who should be viewed in the same light as a, you know, a hockey player, a football player, yeah. whatever. Like we take risks too. Like you're trying to tell me that doing a, I don't know, a three sixty down a, a twenty five stair is less dangerous than you shooting a three pointer. I agree. You know, yeah. you getting tripped up like playing anything. Like you playing football. I'd you, say. I'd say. Doing a three sixty down a three stair is more dangerous than shooting a three four. A hundred percent. Yeah. I'm just I'm just not trying to take away from yeah, yeah, yeah. any of them. But I I mean there's minimal risk playing playing.
playing ball. Yeah. You know, yeah. compared to what you have doing. to be a very, very high end professional, but the risk taking on BMX is some of the craziest risk taking there is watching someone film a video part and doing their craziest shit. Like I'm right. so, I've been born into that for the most part. Half my life's been spent watching that and I'm still like, fuck, we're crazy. <laughs> when you're watching someone yeah, do something you're that you're pin, like, man, you're like pins you and watch them getting hyped up to yeah. go down this rail. You're like, you're in pin, pins and needles the whole time. You're just like, it's fun watching someone. Die. It's so crazy. Yeah. I hope, I do hope that the, that the industry gets to a point where it, it does grow and, you know, people can get paid with people caring. a living wage, you know, and like it's, I think it's, it is. it's interesting because Brad and Moeller and that whole thing are on very different ends of the story, but Chris has always tried to bring up core BMX and done his 30 years of it. And then there's Brad who's doing you and thinking outside of the box and where you're thinking with BMX. It's, it's crazy. You guys, it's a, it's a difference and it's a little bit of drama, but you guys are both so like rad and seeming to like, he's trying to make the coolest shit he yeah. can and do jams and stuff. And you're trying to show the, the professionalism of a BMX rider. Like I'm trying to do all of that, mm-hmm. yeah. but also get, there's companies that are in position to change the narrative, but they're not changing it. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, what's awesome about you is going out and finding and companies that are going to, yeah. well, I'm finding brands that are outside BMX. Well, now they're inside. You know? well, I mean, I'm re- they're in, mm-hmm. but still like, People are like, oh, you need to go outside of BMX. I'm like, no, I know it's here in mm-hmm. BMX as well. Yeah. You know, like, there's a reason why like, you don't just see people just, you know, with multiple properties and then tell you, oh, there's no, there's nothing in BMX. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't, if there wasn't anything in BMX, then how do you have these properties? Like, mm-hmm. you're profiting in one shape or form. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, it is. It is a uh, funny industry and an, an interesting <laughs> thing. Yeah, it, I'm trying to. Yeah, where there is, you know, like really I, doing it. And you know, I want to. I always want to play devil's advocate, but it's like, it's like, yeah, like if we're referring to to Mueller specifically, it's like, yeah, he's also had that company for 35 years. You know, like you can make eighty thousand dollars a year for 35 years, and basically he's worked know, hard as fuck too yeah so it's like you know? it's one of those things where it's like oh, it's fucking difficult to say that but are there bmx owners out there that are taking more than their share and underpaying their riders in uh, you know like fucking probably probably and you then know also like riders, not saying you know, not that... saying Mueller specifically but like but like there there are mm-hmm. i'm that's yeah. fucking that's a fucking world Corporations versus their employees. That is a you know a very minimum wage. The whole it's here, polarizing topic, and right. that that shit trickles down to other here's, industries. Here's the crazy thing, though, which I've seen throughout my entire career. With even for you, name another industry where people earn the same salary year after year with no increase. Yeah, yeah. But in BMX, so it's in in uh, I know people towards that. I've seen people give it year after year and get increases. Yeah, but for the most part, people I know guys have been on the same salary for five years, no increase. Yeah, it's yeah. also I mean they're like, not taught to ask for these things. Yeah. Well, like like for my time at Ride, like uh, you know, we started a magazine company. Uh, it's doing pretty good at the beginning, but it it, it had already peaked. And as as the industry itself declined and and revenue declined, I mean, I went four or five years without a raise, you know, like like that. If the industry and the business as a whole isn't doing a raise, then it can't they can't take a three percent bump in you know 
raises for their employees when they're down in the red, you know? So not saying that that it does happen, you know, like in corporate America or whatever. So, but yes, and generally speaking, like my wife who works for a, a larger corporation, she gets fucking raised. You know, like that's that's, that's pretty a, much mandatory. kind of a weird thing in our industry too, because you have the core brands, and then say they they cap all their riders out here. Then there's the more corporate brands up here, and you know, like the GTS, mongooses, things like that, where you can you need those offers to even like know that you have the value, and then you tell the core brand, and they're like, we can't keep you because we're kind of capped out at this roof. So it's this weird like, you can get the top over here, you can try and move up here and get the top of this into the spectrum yeah. like, that's kind of like i'm saying our industry has like core and corporate and it's like this thing that people don't really even understand like what brands are core and corporate if you're on the outside and, yeah. and like why people are getting paid this and why people are getting paid that yeah, this is a very large topic yeah, yeah. we're talking about money on the podcast well yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's just one of those it things where it's like it does. Well, it's just like you know the the, the old We've adage been doing this so much i core, forget we're podcast yeah starting core, to say some cool stuff core is poor you know, and then you have brands like Mongoose that they sell to to Walmart, and they and they make all these low end bikes. And if I post anything about Mongoose, then it's like there's comments about how it's a shitty brand, and they don't get where it fits in the spectrum of the world of BMX. And but you got to remember they're paying their but, riders, and they're a good paying wage. their riders like, a great awesome. wage that makes them have a living. And it's like it it's such a to I feel like for the people on the inside that are in the industry it makes sense and for people that are on the outside that don't necessarily like live and breathe bmx it's like it's hard to understand it is mm -hmm. it's a really complicated subject and, i've been and in my whole it, life and it's hard for me to understand yeah, so, <laughs> i'm just always yeah. like huh, like this guy gets that much this just, guy gets that much and do yeah. you guys who are on not, not saying um the people who are on who are on raffle core companies are being properly compensated and the ones that are on core same thing but not everybody has the same interaction with with bmx even even on a pro level you know mm -hmm. like i feel like i'm one of the few riders have gone from 99 percent into the one percent mm -hmm. and you're probably one of the only who've done that in a year because well, usually that you, takes people you were, a long time you're probably kind of one percent and then 99 percent and then back to one percent i would assume i mean or Actually, am i just I, have a mis uh, have a misrepresentation of those those glory days because i really i had it was <clears throat> there were two years where when like when i was on on hoffman and target and stuff that's when like things got easier mm -hmm. it wasn't like super comfortable but it was pretty comfortable yeah. for a bit then that kind of stripped away it was gone yeah and then i got on when i was on the set that was cool that happened but i was that was also short-lived maybe a year and after that it was a decade of just yeah Essentially, just struggles. Yeah, peanut butter sandwiches. Not quite, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fucking... So that's uh, why it's an interesting topic to talk to someone like you about it, because you've been on both sides now. 1%, like, it was 1% to 99, now back to the 1%, yeah. which is... Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was checking the cameras for everybody that doesn't... The intern is very lazy. So, oh. Yeah, so... Um, well, I think that about... Wraps Absolutely. it up. Maybe we'll save the Whatever whole. You I mean, if you want to end it with yeah. anything, but I mean, yeah, you said your your words and yeah. Like I said, I'm not holding any grudges. Yeah. I don't hate anybody. Like I wish them all the best. Like if I see you, if you want to shake my hand, shake my hand, man. Same for yes. That goes for Chris, Melissa. I hate one of you all, but like, yeah. That's just um, that's what it is. I'm gonna continue riding and 
you know, living my life. I'm in a great position. I'm happy and yeah. Peace. Oh, yeah. Peace no. and blessings. Yeah. That's cool, good. man. Thanks, Brad. I'm really proud of you. You're the man. Thanks for coming in and being down, you hit us up and wanted to say yeah. what you want to say instead of holding it in. And I love that you came here and did it on this. I think it's the coolest thing you could have done. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for yeah, having me back on. Thanks, Brad. Thank you, dude. Thanks, Traction Coffee, RBMX, and uh, Brad Sims. Peace and love. Hey. Thank you. That was, that was chill. Another yeah, good was, fucking podcast. Yeah. Wow, that was really good. Adidas, Maxes. Honestly, felt like that. you were more comfortable.